morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 10 Minute Monday. I am really looking forward to this episode because I am going to be focusing on mindset today. And as you all know, I love strategy, but lately a lot of my podcast episodes have been very strategy heavy. And I'm very passionate about mindset, psychology, NLP, all that good stuff. So I wanted to talk about the inner critic today. Now, depending on where you look on the internet or what books you've read, what podcasts you've consumed, you will find lots of different information on the inner critic. And I want to talk about five major types of inner critics that most, if not all of us, will have experienced in our lifetime. You might resonate with certain critics more than others. I know that I, for one, resonate with some of them, not all of them, but it's highly likely that at certain times of your life, you will have experienced these. So I'm going to walk you through what these different types of inner critics are, because what I find really helps me, helps my clients, helps anybody is understanding how your brain works, but also disassociating from the negative thought patterns and the negative self-talk that we're often using on ourselves on a daily basis that we're not necessarily always aware of. So when you start to label these negative thoughts and when you start to disassociate from them and create almost another persona for them, you detach from them. You start to detach yourself from this other entity and that makes it much easier for you then to A, become aware of your inner critic when it's happening, when it's showing up and being able to reroute it and do something for yourself that's actually more productive and that's going to help you in the long run. Now, healing the inner critic is not an easy fix. I'm sure most of us know this, especially because for most of us, you would have been speaking negatively to yourself for a very long time. So it's not an overnight fix. It is a practice. It's something that you're going to have to catch yourself doing and be aware of, but that's always the first step. But I want to draw awareness to your inner critic today by walking you through five different types of inner critic and how we can then start to change our inner dialogue so that we can be more productive, feel better about ourselves, increase our self-confidence, all the good stuff. So the first inner critic that I'm going to talk about is the pusher. The pusher, and by the way, I will say that each of these inner critics all have a role. Our brains are extremely intelligent. And although we don't like to do these things and speak negatively to ourselves, there is always a purpose behind what we do, even if it might seem self-destructive or self-sabotaging. So the pusher has its purpose. And what the pusher does is it wants you to push yourself really hard to accomplish a lot. And people that have a predominant pusher in a critic are people that often think things like, you're so lazy, you won't achieve anything in life unless you work harder struggle to relax, struggle to not be quote unquote productive because they fear that if they're not productive, if they're not constantly hustling and pushing and not giving themselves a break, that something bad will happen, that they will be responsible for some sort of failure. So these people definitely struggle to rest, struggle to sit in moments of quiet, in moments of uncertainty, struggle with control a little bit. And this can actually bleed over into other relationships. So not only may you be pushing yourself, but you'll start to expect a lot of other people. So for example, if you do have employees, 
you might find that the expectations and the unrealistic expectations, I may add, that you're putting on yourself, thinking that you're going to be lazy if you don't work 12 hour days or if you don't take your weekends, that, you know, you're not dedicated enough. Sorry, if you do take if you do take your weekends, you're not dedicated enough, whatever it looks like for you, you'll often end up projecting this onto the people around you, which is obviously not very good for morale, etc. So that's the pusher. The historian is the next one I'm going to speak about. And the historian is an inner critic that's role is to try to keep you safe by keeping you from staying small and not taking risks based on things that have happened in the past. This inner critic is very down on themselves. I mean, they're all quite down on themselves, to be fair. But this one in particular, I think, is a bit of a downer. It's saying things like, don't even try. You're going to fail anyway. What's the point? But how could you have done that? The last time you did this, this is what happened. Absolutely do not put yourself in that position again. No. So it keeps you very small based on past experiences that may have happened to you. The imposter is one that I think most of us will be familiar with, if you're familiar with imposter syndrome. The imposter makes you feel like a total fraud. Even if you are highly qualified, even if you actually know what you're speaking about, the imposter is that voice inside your head that tells you that you don't know what you're doing, that everyone else knows what they're doing, that you're winging it, you're not qualified enough, you're not good enough, you're a fraud. And that is the imposter. The people pleaser wants you to be liked and admired. And again, this is one that I think a lot of you will be familiar with. So the people pleaser is that inner critic wants you to be liked, wants you to conform. Its role is to protect you from being abandoned and rejected. And of course, this is an inherent human need. We are social beings. Historically, we are animals that are pack animals. We're social animals. We need to be part of a tribe because it literally our survival depended on it. That is not necessarily the case anymore. Once we are an adult, we can rely on ourselves. We don't need a tribe necessarily for survival. We need it for many things, but we still think our little cave person brains think that it's life or death if we get rejected or shamed or abandoned by people around us. And the people pleaser tries to help you conform. So constantly worried about what other people will think. Maybe you're someone that thinks people are angry or annoyed at them a lot, even if they're not. So you might get a little paranoid. You might constantly be blurring your boundaries or not have any boundaries at all so that you don't push the boat out, so not push the boat, rock the boat, make people angry at you, you know, you'll do anything to avoid conflict, you know, thinking things like, what will other people think? Oh God, don't embarrass yourself, don't make a fool of yourself, all because you are afraid of being rejected. And finally, the perfectionist. Again, one that, that I think a lot of you will be familiar with, the perfectionist really believes that unless you have a certain standard and anything you put out is an at that standard and if it's not it's never quite good enough so you'll often think think things like that's not your best oh god nothing you ever do is good enough you're not going to leave it like that are you you're not going to put that out put that out into the world I'm getting all tongue-tied but you will generally know the perfectionist nothing you do ever feels good enough and it's very hard for the perfectionist to celebrate any wins they struggle to celebrate themselves, but very, very quick to criticize themselves. So by now, you may have resonated with some of these inner critics. I'll quickly repeat them. So the pusher, the one that, you know, pushes you really hard to accomplish a lot, very similar in some ways to the perfectionist. The historian tries to keep you safe by playing small, looks back on past failures and makes you doubt yourself a lot. The imposter 
making you feel like a fraud, making you feel like everyone's better qualified than you. And the imposter also has a role as well, which I didn't quite talk about, but the imposter really as well tries to make sure that you're doing your best, that you're qualified. But again, not not super helpful. The people pleaser is the one that wants you to stop being rejected, ashamed, embarrassed, uh, you know, re- abandoned by the group, wants you to be conform, wants you to conform. Wow, I'm really struggling. I am I am filming this late at night, so forgive me. And the perfectionist, the one that's always making you want to try harder, never good enough, nothing you create is ever is ever good enough. And this can also lead to massive procrastination as well if you're a perfectionist. So by now, I'm sure you would have resonated with at least one of these. And actually, sometimes, depending on the situation, your inner critic might change. So in certain aspects of your life, maybe if you're in a boardroom, the imposter will come out. Maybe if it's creating a project or writing a report or creating content, the perfectionist is the one that that exposes itself a little bit more. So it can be really helpful to actually separate and compartmentalize these different imposters, these different imposters, these different critics, because then you can become aware of them. And you're like, actually, yes, in relationships with my friends, I notice that the people pleaser comes out a lot. Maybe in relationships with your clients, people pleaser comes out a lot. Or whenever I go to film a live video, or if I've ever been offered a speaking opportunity, maybe it's the historian that comes out or the perfectionist that comes out when I'm creating my content, or if I'm thinking about creating a podcast, but I've been putting it off for donkey's years. So you'll start to see that different critics come out at different times. And as, and it might be an annoying thing to say, but the first step with overcoming any kind of negative behavior is to become aware of it. So that's the beauty of being able to label these these inner critics. And then once you become aware of it and where in your life these inner critics are coming out, and this is a great exercise even to write this down, then as soon as you start thinking these thoughts and something you can do is even name them. So say if you are doing a public speaking gig and the imposter starts to come out, you could name her. We'll call her Brenda. Be like Brenda. And what you can do is you want to do, you want to practice self-compassion as well. You're like, thank you for trying to keep me safe because that's all these inner critics are trying to do. They're trying to keep you safe. And you can say, Brenda, thank you for trying to keep me safe, but this is actually not helpful for me right now and I can do this. So actually flipping the narrative and actually having a word with your inner critic, again, disassociating from it, removing yourself and making yourself less enmeshed with this inner critic by speaking to it like it's a separate entity. Brenda, the imposter, thank you for trying to keep me safe, but this isn't helpful. And what can you think instead? Even if you might not necessarily believe it fully, you can have an affirmation or a little mantra that you repeat before you go on stage to do a talk. I can do this. I've practiced. I'm prepared. It's okay if I make mistakes. You should be really proud of yourself. Basically parenting yourself. And that's a really powerful thing to do. And of course, this is where NLP comes in handy because there's a lot of work that I do with my clients around NLP. Uh, about how we speak to ourselves because the language that we use and how we think and how we speak to ourselves impacts our beliefs. It forms neural pathways, which of course then impact our behaviors, which then impact our actions, which then of course determine our results. So the work can be very deep, but this is obviously a 10 minute Monday, now, now nearly a 12 minute Monday. So I'm not going to go in any deeper because I could just go on forever. 
But if this is something you are wanting to work on, this is something I can absolutely help you with. So I do one-on-one coaching, obviously, as you know, long-term, and I do short-term one-on-one coaching. So this is something that I can help my clients with. And if you are interested, I will leave a link in the show notes below where you can apply to work with me. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. DM me on Instagram. Let me know which inner critic resonates with you the most. And if you found this episode helpful, if you did, a little five-star rating wouldn't go astray. Okay, just throwing that out there. Have a fabulous rest of your week. I will see you on Wednesday for another episode and I will talk to you very soon. Bye.